Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hey guys, so you're listening to episode number three of the Blended in Business podcast. I have my husband here with me on this one today. So we're talking about um, generational curses today and what they are, how to break them. So what a generational curse is, it can be one or two things. It can be from a biblical standpoint of like, you know, things that people in your family have done in the past and, you know, that has basically... Kind trickle of down, trickle, down to you. Yeah, trickle down to you and kind of like cursed you or bad habits or traits of certain things like that kind of trickle down in that sense as well. So we can kind of touch on both um, today, but we're going to first talk about what were some things that we were both taught that are more on the, I guess, negative side of things. So anything off the top of your head you can think of that you were taught that Back then, it was just like, oh, that's the normalcy of my lifestyle. But as an adult, you realize in your marriage or your family or business that that's like not a thing. And and that's something that you probably shouldn't have. Man, a lot of it. A lot of it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. What can you, do you know any off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head. You have to like (laughs) think, think. Um, One from me. Uh, my family is full of a lot of like strong females and very like opinionated females and there's nothing wrong with that but I think that we were not taught how to basically direct that in the right what's the word am I looking for in the right lane I guess or the right path or whatever so meaning in a relationship for example um, us being those types of women that are just very like, this is what I said, I'm in charge type of thing and kind of, you know, talking down towards men and things like that has ultimately kind of hurt a lot of relationships that I've seen. Um, growing up, I did not see a really good example of what marriage looked like. What about you? No, I definitely did not. Not at all. And um up to now, re- really and truly, I still, um, you know, still kind of sketchy and so much relationships that's out there. So um, if if I did have to pick on one relationship, but it was more of a distance, um, would be uh, more of my uh, mentor and his wife, you know, but I wasn't really around as much. And most of his teachings was business, you know, and, and just a little bit of relationship. So... Yeah, so I've, like, growing up, I, of course, had grandparents that were together and married and things like that, and as a little girl growing up, that looked like, oh my gosh, like, I want that type of relationship or or things like that, but then as you get older, you start to realize that, you know, back in the day, people just kind of stayed together. Yeah, actually, they still do that right now. Well, that is true, especially at the older school. I feel like the new school people. I don't want to put my parents on the spot, (laughs) but I mean, they're like that, you know, they're they're not really together together, but they do so much together. They have separate rooms and stuff. It's just the weirdest thing on planet Earth. That's how my grandparents were as well, actually. They... 
um, ultimately ended up in separate rooms too. So, and then a couple of clients we've had have been like that too, but I don't know. I just feel like where, where does it go wrong where we think that, you know, this is how we should live or, you know, this maybe, is how maybe, it should be. maybe they're trying to hold on tight to, um, to the water to that the worst part, I guess. That is true. Yeah. Not, not really sure. Yeah. But what I mean, I I actually glad that that um, because we actually learned about this generational cost thing. Well, me personally, the first time it was brought to my attention was when we was doing counseling. You remember that time, and um, that lady brought it to our attention that a lot of um relationship issues come about that um you know subconsciously we don't even know we're not aware yeah. of it. It just comes from things that we have seen and not told. Yeah. That That's is, crazy. That is crazy. And So how can you break that? Well, to me, the only way you can really break that other than for sure prayer and talking to God about it. But outside of that, actually finding either that mentor or going to counseling. So there's many counseling options. So, of course, everyone can't just like, you know, pay for counseling or therapy or things like that. And I think individual counseling and therapy and marriage counseling therapy is always really good. But for us, we went to at church it was a free counseling and that was super helpful to just kind of like shine the light on how our families were and how we're basically doing the exact same thing without even knowing it right because they really brought that to my attention and it really sat with me when they basically said you have to be the one that breaks that curse like to have to basically be able to be respectful of your husband let him lead let him be the man of the household when I was basically taught and I saw differently growing up. I think that you hit the, the, the nail on the head when you were saying that, um, you know, like um, the people where we was getting the free counseling at church, mm-hmm. um, they just bring it to your attention. And I think that that's where maybe a lot of it can actually start to be resolved on is on self-awareness pretty much. Like if, if we like legit are truthful with ourselves and we know for a fact that we have heard some certain patterns that we do all the time. Yeah. I feel that if we be honest with that and we take that and really buckle down and trying to resolve it, that's one of the steps it is. It's just really coming in terms and being real honest with yourself. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Self-awareness is very important because, I mean, even for me, I've been working on that a lot more, and it's still a struggle. I but... mean, that thing is tough. I know, you know, nobody don't want to hear like the truth about themselves. I mean, there's so much. I, that's one of the reasons that I um, was really uh, that I really one of the characteristic things that I really appreciate from you is that you have no issues calling me out on the spot. You know, what I'm saying if I just doing something that's real foolish or I have some wins and stuff. And a lot of people actually take that and they get mad. And I have gotten mad and frustrated. Yeah, but now when I hear something like that, instead of me like pushing it away, I kind of lean in more to be like, oh, this is something that you see that I'm not aware of. Because a lot of people be doing stuff and they're not even aware of it. I know. It's just like their normal day to day. It's just like out of habit or things that they do. I mean, I see even. Or, or generational or, curses. Or generational curses. Down that they're not even. Like their parents was, you know, and it just, just came down to it's us. It's part of the trait. I mean, I feel like that even down to, like earlier, I heard you talking about on your, uh, I think it was your Insta stories or something about anxiety and like just being anxious and worrying and things like that. That's also a trait that's passed down from generation to generation. 
And if that's something that like weighs on you, you have to fight that every single day. So just like the same as generational curses and traits, you have to fight that every single day until you can get to a place where it becomes your new habit to be your new you, which leads to the better you. Yeah. You know, I like, I mean, this is off topic a little bit, but you know, one of the things that I didn't mention on the whole anxiety thing and all of that stuff, it really just boils down to just happiness and not caring what other people think. I yes, mean, we just think so, so much right. on like, what does, what, the, what should I be? Who should I be? Who does the world say? Who does my no, parents want like, me to oh, be? They're like, oh, what are they going to think? Or what yeah. is this person going to think? Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like you have to rewire your whole mindset to basically say, okay, well, these people, honestly, most likely don't even matter at the end of the day. Really I mean, <laughs> they really don't. I can say for me personally, I get a lot of, um, you know, I guess feedback from people about certain things. And I have to learn because I can get defensive. I used to be worse, but I'm a lot better now. I used to get really defensive about, you know, if it was my business or my product or things like that. So now, of course, me having a boutique, I'm still, you know, of course, protective of it. But when I get certain feedback from people, I will, of course, always just be respectful now and be able to say, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, whatever it may be. And sometimes I get feedback from people who have never shopped with me before and have no intention of shopping with me because they're just not boutique shoppers and that's okay. But if you are constantly just coming at someone with just this negativity and all that jazz, I mean, it's just a hot mess and I've learned to just be self-aware of that and say okay um I'm just gonna say oh okay and then drop it and not really take their opinion and do anything with it because if I let it weigh on me then it's just gonna like put me in a bad space for someone who doesn't even care about my business at the end of the day very true very true I mean it's, it's just boils down to what you always say your peoples are your people yeah and I mean you really find out who your people are and I'm very grateful for my people and the people who rally around our businesses our marriage our kids our family those people are our people but back to on topic a little bit more um so what can we do other than what I've mentioned to like break these curses what are you what is your um, just, just patience, patience, and and really continue to work on on being self aware. You have yeah. to bring it to light and be truthful with yourself. I mean, it, my my stuff is not going to change. It's just that, just know that what's going to happen is that we gonna try and that we gonna fail and that, that we gonna true. try and that we <laughs> gonna, the last thing that I want, um, maybe that that we should not do is just revolt back to who we was yeah. because it's hard. And it's so because easy. It is hard. <laughs> yeah, and of course because it's hard, we're gonna fight it. We're like, yeah. oh, it's hard. I don't want to do it. But usually things that are hard are worth like trying to to yeah. do at the end of the day. Really, and, and true. so it's very easy for us to just backpedal and just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just be set in my ways. This is just who I am. And by accepting that, you're just making it a lot worse versus saying, okay, this is this trait I have. It needs to get better. Let me make sure that I'm very self-aware of this day to day and when, and pray about it. And the thing is, when you pray about it, you're going to get hit with obstacles that make you practice it. Yeah. So yeah. back in the day, I used to like joke and say, oh my I gosh, I can't stand praying for patience. Like I know I need to, and I pray for patience. And every time I pray for patience, somebody tests my patience. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I had to learn like, okay, how else am I going to learn? 
patience unless I'm tested on it. So going forward, you know, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to pray about this, but I'm just going to be ready because I know this is what comes with it. And I'm going to actually practice it and practice it like I'm supposed to. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a process, but we're not all the way there, but we're, we're past the halfway point on the patient side. Man, we still have a lot of work to do when it comes to um, patience and really everything else. Um, so as long as we don't give up, I mean, that's really what matters and what counts. I mean, you know, that's really why I try to tell people, just don't give up. You know, it's yeah. going to be a little tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to think about this. This, you, or whatever age you at right now. So you probably 25, 28, 30, 40, 50. You have to think about that. You dealing with generational stuff from the time, like grandparent, like this like is the time like you're born. Real, I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of years, so you're yeah. not gonna change it in like a day. Uh, you're not gonna change Don't it in the twenty minutes of this podcast. Yeah, or you're not gonna change it by reading one little book. I mean, it takes a lot of. And reading work. books is very helpful as well, too. But it's just kind of like um, positive. What about mental attitude books? Or no, what is the word I'm thinking about? Like self improvement. Yeah, you you talking about the books itself? No, right? like like just all in general. Oh, yeah, positive development, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, or is that what the word is? I'm like drawing a blank on that. Well, positive development. We can we'll go with positive development <laughs> because I'm drawing a blank on what I was thinking. But yeah, self development. What are we looking for here? No, that's not what I was thinking. I think it, I wanted to say it was like positive development. Or positive mental attitude books, no. PMA books, read some of those. I don't, yes, all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking? I was trying to read, think, and talk at the same time, and that, that quick, didn't work out. For that me. didn't work out for yeah, me. It's okay, it's all right. It happens, yes, but um, I'm like. It's a blank now. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa, 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 that she's still thinking on, on the uh, word that she was looking for. I am. I'm just like, oh, what is that word? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to really think about it. And then I'll go back and I'm going to post it at the bottom of the podcast. It's like, this is the word I was thinking about. And I can't remember. But anywho, so outside of, of course, like the negative side of things that we were taught, what are certain positive things that we saw growing up? that has helped us in marriage and business and life? Um, you know, I, I, for me personally, um, was just my, my mother's work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing that we, you, that we could take from the old school, I mean, maybe not everyone, but for me personally, my whole family line, there was real hardworking people. I mean, these guys were legit not the type to need a break. I didn't know nothing about no babysitter. I didn't know nothing about no... My mom's was always on the go. Trust me. She had multiple things going at the, sa- at the same time. While dealing with my sister with sickle cell, who was always in the hospital. While dealing with me, hard-headed Lou. While dealing with my brother, who was super hard-headed as well. But at least he was smart. You know what I mean? I was doing good in school. So if you know that's one of the things that you know maybe that 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 was positive for me coming up was how hard my family actually worked because you know we coming from a third world country, 
in Dominican Republic. So, you know, I mean, that's that was really poor. It ain't like poor now, how you have people like, I grew up poor. Next thing you know, be like, okay, how did you grow up? Yeah, I was in this 3,000 square foot house, four <laughs> bedrooms, yes. two and a half baths. Like, I'm like, my G, I didn't even know houses had more than one bathroom until 2008. When which I is moved crazy here. to me. That's not even like, <laughs> like you're good, son. Like you're blessed. So, beyond blessed so yeah so that you know hot like the real deal hustle like them cats really put in work it ain't like now you know which is how why it's easier for us i believe it's still hard for us to break those type of courses because we have so much we have so many tools tools to help oh my us gosh, out yes. i mean like like you could reach anyone like you could Legit. reach anything yes. and you could do anything yes you know what honey i think that's one of my issues you know how i always screaming and cussing about this whole light thing that's probably one of my issues i know i grew up could... talking about turn off the light turn <laughs> off the light i know it that is maybe so... it's my 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 mentality that's lacking right it there. is my and that's lack. that was my exact thought when you were fussing about the turn the lights off i, I mean, was like Okay, but you I know, mean, you know I, I mean, <laughs> it still runs up the light bill, though. I know, it still but runs up the see, light that's bill. Just, but that's probably that's, like 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 money don't grow on trees. Type yeah, thing, exactly. Know? I mean, that's kind of like with um growing up. So for me, my mom I always tell her, I said, you know, you did the best you could with the tools you had. That is literally like my little saying for her all the time because I grew up. My my mom raised me. My dad lived. Only a few miles away, but he was a truck driver, so he was, like, always on the road, and he was never around, really. So, it's basically her. So, she raised me on more of a survival mindset, and it's like, okay, this is what you have to do, and, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I wasn't coddled or babied like that, but I guess also on the flip side, I'm the youngest of three, so if you ask my sisters, they'll tell you I was baby. But she taught me on a survival mindset, and growing up, like, that kind of helped me become who I am but at the same time she raised me in that such a strong like mentality that it came off aggressive and it still does sometimes and I have to like check myself because that's just what I saw and what was taught and just if you have a conversation with my mom you'll even understand how she speaks to people or whatever it's just very like aggressive and so I mean thinking back like if she had the same tools that we have today I think she would be more open to like learning the things that we have now and doing the things in the ways that we do them now. And I just kind of like, I, I always tell them like, I take what what you taught me, but you know, spin it a little bit because you, again, you did the best you could with what you had. But also growing up, um, I grew up on a farm in a small town and it was just, I, everybody kind of knew everybody. I really, the positive side of that was that I could see that there were many outlets to get to where you wanted to be in life. Of course, it wasn't like, you know, NBA stars and, you know, NFL players and millionaires or whatever coming in and out of Gretna. But I just saw that there were other options. Like my grandpa, he ran a business. He had his farming business. I realized, okay, he like barely made it out of fourth grade and has this successful farm making all this money without a degree or even a high school diploma or middle school diploma, granted. And I could see that, okay, well, even though that family life isn't exactly the way I would have my family, I also can see on the business side 
that I have other options. I don't have to like graduate. Well, I did have to graduate high school. That was actually a requirement, <laughs> but graduate high school, but I didn't have to go to college and, you know, get this degree and that I'm not going to use, which I actually ultimately went to school for and not even, I didn't finish. And clearly I'm not in the field that I was going to school for, but part of the positive side of growing up and seeing and these, you know, seeing these generations of generations, I saw that they were, like you said, hard workers and that there were other options out there. And it's kind of like an endless possibility. And I was a, like growing up was a super dreamer. And it's like to see that, well, I can do this. Or I can do that. I have options. That was really huge for me. And that was a positive side of all the traits <laughs> that <laughs> to balance out the negative, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so um, as well. And you, and you've done pretty good overcoming this and really, you know, being aware of it and um, dealing with your pride and your ego and stuff. Yes, Lou says I have the pride and ego of a man. No, that's, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, to be, I think my mom just kind of like that too. And it's possibly because of that. She she was just brought up in survival mode as well. Yeah. So um, I always used to tell you, I remember you used to say, I used to say, uh, man, your pride and ego is way bigger than mine. That's just weird because women are not supposed to be like that. I know. I think, I mean, even though it's gotten so much better, I feel, oh, yeah, I still yeah. think if you put mine and yours side by side, mine is still worse. I mean, I, th- <laughs> I, mean, I, I am thankful for, for where it's at now. I mean, it's so much better. So, you know. You guys, I mean, we- at the end of the day, it's, it's all about breaking those things and, and working on it. Constantly, yes. man. It's we, a lot of work. It is, because we both came into this marriage with a lot of junk, with a lot of traits, and, and a I lot talk, of baggage. And you remember, life. I was saying, like, oh, yeah, I don't think I have any baggage. I'm yeah. good. I'm, Lou's like, I don't I, have any baggage. Yeah, I'm thought, good. Man, I thought I was ready. <laughs> I was like, I done got over my ex. I done got everything out of me. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. Little did I know that all the stuff that was hidden underneath yep. and that was passing along from jet for like in yeah. the past that i was not even aware of yeah you just live day to day sometimes like some of these traits are just so embedded in you that they don't even come up unless it's triggered in some way and if yeah. it's not triggered yeah. you don't even think about it that's which is right. crazy but that's kind of like how it works and it's just something that you have to really it's because we of. do so much it, it, it comes down to is we do so much um to probably hide it yeah. You know what I mean? Because we try to do better yeah. and act better. Yeah. And that's the part of in public. Right. So like when we in private or somebody disrespect our ego or our pride, that's when this That's thing when really it really comes like comes out. out. And that's the thing about being self aware. If you're aware of it and you're actually like you put it out on the front and you put it out in the open and you openly and actively work on it, that's what makes it work. And that's what makes it like actually go forward in a positive way of trying to actually fix it which again will not happen overnight because you've had this embedding you since the beginning absolutely you know so, what's one of my things back to what how you started out the conversation because you just threw it at me and i wasn't ready for it <laughs> yes we're still work we're still learning <laughs> yeah because yeah. you know tessa she like does the notes thing and i'm like ah, i go off of yeah lou's like I'm, cool. I'm like okay babe this is our topic for the podcast this week and this is what we're going to talk about and this is like for me i write down notes because I know that I could just start talking about something, then go over here and start talking about something. And I know women can feel me on this because sometimes we'll actually just have a conversation like that. Yeah, we'll have yeah. one conversation with 10 side conversations, but 
nine times out of ten, women can keep up. Men are like, uh, yeah, how'd you start from over here and yeah, then go from over there? I, like, how did you? I'm like, my G, like, you, like, we he's can't. like, he's like, that's not what we were talking about. Like, if you were following, you would know. But for go real. ahead. For real. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually going to talk about one of my biggest struggles that you would probably, if I mean, you probably would remember, mm-hmm. is me being able to be. Um, man of steel and man of velvet per se. Just be me being able to express myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so much like back in the days, that's it's maybe a, even right now. Right I don't now, no. It's getting better. It's getting better, but it's uh-huh. still a thing. It's oh, like it, it you know, is. like old oh, man up, boys yeah. don't cry, man, that man, type. I, yeah, yeah. That, that type of stuff. Like grew up like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a in a household, you know, with mostly women and then some men. And they would do the same thing. Like, you can't express yourself. You can't say this. You can't yeah. say, now you grow up. And you in relationships. So you out doing stuff. And you don't know how to do it. I mean, come on. Like, you know, my uncles and stuff, they're men of, like, very little wards and stuff like yeah. that. Now, you know, you get in relationships. And that was one of our struggles. Like, look, you don't say nothing. You don't say much. Yeah. You just hold things in. Literally. And like, so that's one of those things that, you know. That's one of those passed traits down. that's yeah. passed down. And just thinking back, like. Of course, my family is full of women. Like, it's so many. It's just full of women. And if you're a man in my family, it's because you are married in, basically. from This is on my mom's side. And so I had, of course, grandfathers, but they were always so quiet. And then as I got older, I saw why. Like, you know, that woman, she just, like, <laughs> was talking so much and whatever. Or it could have been the fact that, again, they're, they're taught to just, like, you know, stay quiet and like be this man and just walk around like oh I'm rough and tough but I don't say much type thing and some people you know what that's a personality trait you're just a quiet person that's one thing but to basically not be able to express yourself that's completely separate if someone upsets you you should be able to express yourself completely and that's always going to be a struggle in, in, in the right way though. in the know, right some, way some people some people do it and just, just lash out in right. a horrible way and yeah like, not a positive manner to actually reach the person that yes. you're trying to. Yes, effectively communicate. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> is, the word. It's the word to use for sure and, and definitely. And even um, some traits have kind of like come out just with being a parent too. I remember when Grayson was a baby. Well, he wasn't a baby. He was like, maybe like a year and a half and I wanted to buy him this cute it was like a wooden kitchen set and he was like I don't know but remember you were like I yeah. don't know about that kitchen uh, set and I, I was remember. like what's the worst he could do learn how to cook be a husband a father yeah. like what's yeah, the... I remember but, that. but I understand because I because remember when when Lou was younger too I was like he ain't playing with no Barbie dolls or yeah. anything I just thought that that was that's... just way over the top I you know that's just what I was taught you, know, you can't have taught. a bear from build a bear dudes don't have bear right. all that type of stuff and it's you know I take those things different now yeah you know so I mean it's powerful I always like to like like to leave the people with a with a book and okay. I can't remember the book. Uh, because <laughs> it just popped in my mind is just because you know i was talking about my um experience um you know about growing up and you know being told not to express yourself and be a man and man up and stuff and remember this one book that um dr jason was the one i see to him oh yeah was it raising boys or something no that's not it no i know what you're talking about but this is another book someone just said told me that's why i thought about raising boys but that's not it 
I know. Yeah, it's a powerful book. And just for, for the guys who was maybe listening to the podcast who would want something like that, or if, you know, for the ladies who would like to give a gift, make sure that your person is, re- you know, <laughs> able make to. sure they're able to receive that in, with love. In a positive so, you know, way. Be like, hey, read this book. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I could, yeah, I could picture yeah. the outside of the book. I remember it, but I yeah, can't I remember, remember the title yeah, of it. I, I can, yeah. Um, you know, most of my books, I mean, I haven't even taken it out the suitcase yet because I'm like, ah, I'm good. But I think I can actually take it out. So, like, when we, like, doing stuff, I could run and grab something and yeah. maybe post it or so. Or you can post it. Yeah. Cause, That'd uh, be good. you know, I, I think a lot of people long by books. I used to be big on book reading. Big. But now, I mean... After you learn the basics of things, I just feel that like you just have to continue and stay focused and stay disciplined and repeat it over and over and over. Yeah. So, and if that it means reminds you... me of what I tell the kids. Why do I have to repeat myself? And then you brought it to my attention like, because you just have to do that with people. That's just how people work. I told them, like, we have to repeat ourselves to adults. So you can't have the standard that you, you're you not supposed to repeat yourself to children. So yeah, that's just true. how people easily forget. I mean, I'm one of them. I can easily forget, too, which is why I'm very self-conscious about, you know, either listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, just to be, you know, be mindful of, like, what I'm really trying to do with life and things like that. I'm very mindful of what... I have on my social media feeds and things like that. If I'm trying to be a better woman and break curses, I'm not going to, you know, follow a bunch of women who are just like being loud and cussing their men out, being disrespectful and things like that. I'm not going to follow women like that because that's what I'm, that's the opposite of what I'm trying to be. So, I mean, people don't understand. You might think, oh, it's just entertainment purposes, but it actually gets in your head and it, really and it will eventually come out one way or the other. So yeah. be very mindful of your surroundings, your friends. With, if your friends are very disrespectful of their spouses and things like that, like that, you just have to really, really be careful about that because your subconscious mind, it's very powerful. By the way, do you realize that indirectly... Um, that's actual a generational thing based on the friends that you that you get together with. Um, what do you mean? It, it, it the friends that you would have now if you haven't been looking for any type of change or anything in a positive manner, right? Still somehow coincides with your past. Oh, it really does. That is true. Yeah. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. If you was a negative person. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to gravitate to a positive person. Yeah, and you'd be you like, gravitate to people all the time, that, get on my that you like. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? That, that That's why you could connect with your family. You know what I'm saying? But if you're looking for that change, that's why uh, yes. our spirits clash or people clash is because right. you're not that person. Right. That is so, so true. And that goes for family. I mean, everything goes back. Yes, that, that is so true. And that goes with family and friends, and which, again, is very tough and difficult, especially like around holidays. You have, you know, I, I struggle with saying you have to be with your family, but that's just the right thing to do, I guess, in a sense. Or you just have to prepare yourself I mean, to be I, around I, them. I, yeah, but I that's kind of like sometimes I'm... Me, personally, I will clash with some of my family members just because I'm trying to go in a different direction. And I wouldn't clash with them if they just allow me to go in my different direction versus, you know, having so much of a say and a negative say or things like that. Or just being like, you know what? That's great great for you and I can be like great great for you and in both directions and just kind of like 
be parallel. Yeah. You know, that's something that Tessa's walking on and she's doing good at me. I have always been cool with it. Like, yeah, listen, ain't nothing going to bother me. Because I'm very... I know, <laughs> I know who I am or what I want to do. So, like, right. I could be around anybody and I'm good. Yeah. Like, and the I'm thing is that... genuine, by for, the way. Yes. And so, for both of us, we can definitely, like, be in any environment and just kind of roll with it and mesh well. But for me, I have been on my, like, peace journey, and I just really am the type that I'm like, that's going to just disrupt my peace. I don't want to be a part of it. I yeah, don't want to be in that environment. Things do get to you a little bit faster yeah, they as do. well. Like, but, you know, yes, I, mean, I feel like I have that gift of discernment, and I feel like it messes with my spirit. I'm just like, you're not messing with my spirit. You're not messing with my peace and my environment because I don't want to bring that energy back home. Yeah. So See, I, 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 I'm okay if I have to spend, you know, an hour, two hours, four hours, one day. But, yeah. you know. Because I already know I'm going back to right. what to what I came right. from and do what I yeah. want to do. So I'm I've, cool. I've gotten better in the sense where I literally have to give myself a pep talk. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how long it's going to be. Hey man, and then I'm works. going back home. Yeah, hey, look, whatever works. You yes. know what I mean? So, I mean, that's powerful, though. Yes. That's powerful. But, yes. But I think we're, we'll end this end on that note. And Lou will find the book so we can link it in the show notes. And thank you guys for joining us for episode three. We're getting better and better at this. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, listen, guys. Um, go ahead and leave us some comments. If it's good, that's fantastic. If it's bad, it's even better. Me personally, Tessa don't like this, but me personally, <laughs> I really loved. Listen, the more he loves all types of feedback. Yes, I do, and because I really feel that my failure, like your negative comments, if something. That somebody might think is bad or negative or your failure. Like most people think, oh, I failed. Like, dude, that's where you learn. You just learn something. I never in my life see somebody learn something from doing it right. Yes, that's true. I never have. And for me, I'm low-key perfectionist. And so I have to get over like, okay, well, this is, we're just going to be real, be raw. It is what it is. As you can, if you've made it this far in the episode, you can see that we've like paused a second. Cause I'm like, let me gather my thoughts of what I was thinking. And I'm not going to edit it. It's just going to be what it is. That's so. right. That's right. And, and this is a that. huge step I for me. I really starting to love that about you because that's part of me <laughs> trying like, to pound. <sighs> Don't matter what people say. And the thing is, it's a, it's a lot just because of me. It's like what I want out of myself. I have very high expectations for myself. Yeah. And very little comes from what other people think, but the most of it comes from what I think. So I have to kind of let go and let off a lot of pressure on myself. But indirectly, you just don't realize that, you're, you know what I'm saying, behind all of that is because somebody else oh, yeah. may see it. It, yeah. it all boils down because someone else. Unlike with me, that's one of my that was one of my issues back in the days where I didn't truly care. Yeah, that I had to fix it when I got with you, and you was like, you just don't care about nothing. And I realized <laughs> you're very nonchalant about everything. And it was and it was recent that I learned, maybe what past two years or so. Yeah, that I come to realize, like, man, I mean, I know I don't have a don't care attitude, but some things I read, I really should care about, exactly. <laughs> like my relationship and yes. family. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. And we'll have to I do think, like, I think that's what I mean. That's probably why it's a little bit easier for me. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Our next our next episode will be about our story. I think a lot of people really will be glad to hear oh, it. Oh man, which one? Like, like you know, just, like business or family or like, like a little the both. relationship, the relationship, like the marriage. Oh, like, like, oh yeah. that's rough. Don't don't don't. <laughs> now that's negative. No, you know that's I like a, to. Pop like, <laughs> 
because you know if I talk about it, I go I mean, into the any, negative and any, the positive. Any marriage is going to have a negative and positive. I only say that because so many people follow us and they look up to us and they're like, oh my gosh, your marriage is so perfect. Your this is so oh, perfect. They do? Who people, says that? A lot of people say that they don't know us personally or that I haven't had a conversation with. Because if I have a conversation with them, I'm like, oh, girl, bye. That is the highlight reel. This is what it's been. Yeah. This took a lot to get to where we're at. Oh like, oh my goodness, you have no clue. But for, for people who just kind of like listen to us but don't reach out and just be just kind of watching, I'm like, oh, well, I wish my relationship looked like that. Or I wish my husband or my wife did that. I mean, I mean, if I was them overall, I would do that because I think we have a great relationship and a loving one. Yeah. But I mean, we definitely had highs and lows. Oh, absolutely. A lot of lows in back the in the day. When, yes. When we was dealing with those generational causes. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. For real. So that's why I think that'll be. I think we'll talk about that on our next episode next week. Because it'll roll over. You have to give me more than twenty minutes. Yes, that one might take like a good hour. So you guys, you guys, be prepared. But we'll leave you on that note. Um, next week, we'll come back with our story and about all the things. That's absolutely right. Hey, guys, listen. Like I told you guys, leave us a comment, negative Subscribe. Or positive. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to the podcast. And if you really and truly love us, it would mean the world to us if you go to loveeverboutique.com and share the page. And also mean the world to us if you would screenshot you listening to this podcast and post it on your social media and tag us and share it with your friends and family. Absolutely. All right. You guys have an awesome day.